Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Conscious Reconstruction. I'm the host of with the most. Charles is upset. Ash is here back from a wonderful vacay. She uh, spent her birthday selling drugs and doing trap shit. Hell yeah, I had to keep the AK on me. You know how I go. Yeah, and Charles you had to keep is, uh, an Aaron Keith on you. Yeah, Whoa. like just like Bodhi, I had to get away from the cops and throw the drugs over the the bridge and then hide in the grass. Thank God they didn't cut it. Yeah, you know. You know how it is. No, no. He don't act like he El Guapo. They call him El Guapo on these streets, don't they? They do. I'm I'm be out here. No, I don't go. I don't spend any time in the streets. El I don't know Guapo what they call Streets. The streets don't love nobody. And he be having a Louis Vuitton bag filled. That would inspire. I would never buy a Louis Vuitton bag. I seen it. <laughs> like. There are very, there are very few musical aspirations, uh, very few bands that I aspire to be like in terms of music wise or anything, or personality wise. But I'm definitely gonna be one of those motherfuckers like Ed Sheeran or Kurt Cobain. It's just like, is he really rich? I can't tell. Ed Sheeran walks to some places just like, yeah, no, Ed Sheeran don't look like he got a lick of fucking money. He look like he's happy. Only oh, 60k a year, don't he? <laughs> it's just like Ed Sheeran. Why you look like that? Like, what do you mean? You wear you wear flip flops everywhere. It's just like you know who's like that too, Adam Sandler. Yeah, you would never know this nigga got millions. Where he be like, Why would I spend my money on that? It must be some weird. Like these clothes were good enough before I was rich. Why aren't they good enough now? Yeah, I can see you doing that, Charles. <laughs> <laughs> just like I can see you doing that one. Y'all gonna be out here styled out. You gonna have your fluffy dog. Tony gonna be sitting there. It's just like this shirt is worth thirty thousand dollars. I already know. Yeah, I'm gonna be like that. Like it's gonna be a crisp white shirt that's worth five hundred dollars or some weird shit. Like you got to really try to figure out how much money I have. <laughs> like it's certain things alpha, but like you're not gonna know how much money I have. I'm gonna wear really nice clothing, but it's just gonna be just like random brands and just like random shit that you might. It looks really regular, mm-hmm. like that, like the shirts that Pusher T wears, like those plain white T-shirts. It's just like those are those could be worth that much money, right? Nah, these are like these are premium grade cotton. What do you mean? Yeah, these put these white tees are like seventy to eighty dollars a piece. Nah, I think he might wear like Louis Vuitton white tees. It's just like why? Why not? <laughs> just like no, I won't say you out here look like because it feels good. Well, no, I understand, but like I'm just looking at him. It's just like it's just different though. Yeah, no, I went like inside Saks the other day. Some like quality clothing, like you feel the difference. I'm not saying I justify one k prices, but oh, no, I their also prices can feel, are ridiculous. Yeah, I can feel but the difference. You feel the difference, but no, it's just more so that no matter what, if you look at Pusher T nine times out of ten, he does not look like anybody. He looks like average street dude. Yeah. Now, some things I just won't wear because I'm not a big label. Like, I don't want labels all over the place. That should look, and it will always look tacky to me. I haven't changed my mind. So what? Uh, like, like, Louis Vuitton label is not. No, it, if I got, if it's Louis Vuitton and it look real subtle, and if it's not flashy, maybe. But I don't like the material that they make their shit out of. Chanel prices have skyrocketed out of fucking the wazoo. So it's other places. Like, I'm not just looking for those designer brands. I would hope to either find just, like, really quality clothing or a brand I really like. I might fuck with Alexander McQueen and spin whatever because I like their stuff. But it's kind of rare. There's some things I like and some things I don't. I don't want GGs all over me, but I'll have a Gucci wallet. Like, <laughs> I'll do that part. 
but my bag could be something different. Oh, I would also, like to have a nice balance, is what I'm saying. I think it's also kind of interesting because it's just like I don't know. Is I don't one. I don't ever really want the attention, but it's just like yeah, yeah. Because it's like a fine line. Don't, don't get me wrong. If I work that hard, especially now that I work for myself, and I'm assuming that even if you didn't inherit it, you worked hard to get whatever you got to get to that status. So. I'm definitely going to try to flaunt a little bit. <laughs> and a certain denies I just really like. But no. there's also some things I just would like to keep to myself. I'm going to be careful. Because if I ever get popular enough and people know who I am, the things that I wear are going to get wildly out of price. Excuse me, sir. Did you know that random that random uh T-shirt that you're wearing is now cost $350? Like, God damn it, I bought this thing for like $35. Why did y'all do that? For what? I'm aiming for a nice balance. Like some things look good, other things just look gross to me and tacky, and I probably wouldn't wear it. But I want a nice balance. You want to be classy. Yeah, like I'm not gonna be walking Chanel earrings. That's gross. Bow, bow, I think those look bow, weird. Bow, bow. But I wouldn't mind a pair of diamond earrings. Or like this year, my goal is to not buy no more costume jewelry. Is to find like real gold earrings. I mean, I could find that. That's not hard. Y'all gonna know I got money. <laughs> <laughs> Never in a day. Like the other people around me are going to be more signifier how much money that I have as yeah. opposed to that. Like y'all probably see like maybe some higher end shoes because I like shoes. Y'all know how I am. Um, a lot of Japanese denim because it's the best quality. So I would do a lot of just. Just like subtle stuff like that. And then I just buy lots of watches. Like my goal is to buy a Rolex. Like that's the next watch I'm going to buy. I'm not buying any watches until I buy a Rolex. Oh, I'll probably buy some. I wouldn't be willing to spend money on watches. What else would I actually spend money on? I'll buy a decent car. <laughs> Let's think about the data 2025 Toyota. Comic. No, <laughs> about to get. if I'm gonna spend money on a car, I'll buy something like a 785 Li BMW. Oh, okay. I want a fucking Jeep. Okay. I want three cars, honestly. I want a Nissan. <clears throat> well, I want the new Nissan Z that they're coming out with. I want a Jeep that I can have fun with and like just take the doors off and that'd just be like a fun car. And then I want like like a small black pickup truck as my daily driver. Yeah, I thought about this. I already got the family car. That's going to be an Audi Q8. And then I'm going to have a Dodge Challenger for myself. I still have not lost my love for that car ever. <laughs> And driving in one was an experience. I'm disappointed that they're getting rid of the um, Hellcat engines. Oh, really? Damn. Just, I ain't really want that much power. If you got the money for it, just go back and buy an older Challenger. Get one of those Hellcat. I want a Trackhawk. Mm. It's a Jeep with a Hellcat engine. Huh. But, no, I would, like, I'm a pretty simple dude. I'm not. Like, I probably would end up with the BMW. Uh, and I'm a floss. I'm going to get a gold chain, too. No, nah, I refuse to get a gold chain. That's a, it's certain that's jewelry. things I get, but not 100%. I don't, I'm, 
I don't have my ears pierced. I don't really like wearing jewelry that much. It feels constraining. I don't know. Somewhat of a weakness. I'm not going to keep it on. I'm not going to really wear it a lot. It's just going to be like certain. I would buy like certain pieces to go out and and, and do like events and not like go out and kick it in, but like, are we about to go do this event or something like that? Uh-oh. What else is there? Uh, I don't want my house to be a mansion. I'm not taking care of that shit. Yeah, regardless of what I do, I'm just going to get a simple yet well built thing. Yeah, I don't that want I know I don't necessarily like. I am going to spend the money where I feel like spending the money within the house, but the house itself doesn't need to be particularly large to the point where I need to hire cleaners in order to keep up with it. I'm gonna hire a cleaner regardless. I already know. I might get a fucking cleaner in the next place I'm moving <laughs> to. <laughs> I like cleaning. But I feel like those simple luxuries I'm entitled to, right? Fucking meow. Do, 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 do. Nah, I just kind of. I'm. I don't know. I don't really like people in my space that much. That's there very, fair. There are very few people that I feel like is just like Elvis coming in to killing the house today, hun. I don't feel like putting pants on. You're out of here, Helga. <laughs> I'll clean it all myself. I've never been against cleaning it all myself. It. I only got like. It was I'm if I keep the honest. ancestral house. I'm not rich now, and when I buy this house, I'm gonna hire a maid at least once a month, if not like every other week. It's just like. Nah, I no, I need the cleaning lady. I to come don't. through and hold me down. <laughs> I don't ever have a plan on having that much surface area. Like I just plan on holding on to the houses that my family already owns. Use those to actually accrue some type of wealth because property typically pro values inside of some way, shape or form. As long as the neighborhood doesn't go to shit. And then. But if you want to move to the West Coast, you wouldn't buy a house out there? As it stands now? So you'd rent forever. But if you decide that you love to well, live there. If I, it depends upon where I want, where I end up moving to. Because there's certain places that I would move to that I don't plan on staying in forever. Like, the only place I could actually move and probably be there forever and ever and ever <laughs> is probably I might Seattle. I all the mappers. <laughs> Just because of temperament and feeling. I don't know. Have you ever feel? Have you ever gone somewhere and just felt like you've resonated with? This is just like, this is the place where I want to be. Oh, so you've been there before? Oh, uh, no. Oh, okay. But that's how I'm at in Seattle. Like I walked off the thing in New York. It's just like, this is really cool, but no. Yeah, that's how I felt. <laughs> it's just that's like, a good place to get things accomplished and then go somewhere else. I remember watching people like. Hey, little kids is riding through the fucking area. I'm like, I never this fucking city. I would never raise my children. I mean, it has a very particular style and feeling, but it's just like New York City is not the place I would raise my kids. Yeah, no, I'm not. New York that. City is New York. I I would meet someone in New York and then take them someplace else. So you wouldn't want to live in LA or like, surrounding areas in California. LA is so fucking well, huge. LA, like just saying, surrounding uh, areas in California. Like where saying live in California. Like where AP lives. What? Like where AP lives. Well, that's fine. 
except for the people who like are the other people who live there. But <laughs> it's just like <laughs> in terms of like stylistically, yeah, great. High altitude, temperate th- weather, walkable distance to the beach. Uh, no real bad weather near college but like saying am i willing to live in la well i live could i find somewhere inside the greater la area that i could actually live probably that's a large area i plan to have a house in northern california oh you're from you're from northern california so when i go to these places i'll figure it out but i know it's not gonna be here for too much longer i'm more inclined to like live in some place like denver uh it's just like I know LA in a lot of ways is just as busy as New York, but not as busy as New York because you're not as claustrophobic. Yeah, everything is spread out. So it's just like But you can find a lot of people that are doing a lot of things. Like if you're out in I don't know, Irvine or not is it Irvine? Is Irvine California in California? There's probably a California. There's there a, is an Irvine, California. Yeah. I think there's close to LA. It's like if you're out there, you live in basically a whole different world than if you live in like Orange County or so on and so forth. Well, I mean, like if you live in the LA ish area and not like the surroundings, I'm talking about being in LA, like because that's where all the work is at. I mean, for more likely, I would have, if I were to work in LA, I would have to move be somewhat close to like the actual city but that drive is absolutely terrible it's going to be worse the farther you go out just not like it gets better I because you're coming in from farther that, out but it's still <laughs> terrible <laughs> i don't understand like and you hey, literally just got finished to come into this you literally <laughs> got finished telling me not but like a week ago the police told you don't come here we can't protect you nigga they, i'm not <laughs> they did the that's police my said that like that's LA my thing i'm like that sounds like cool for work, but the safety issue is we something also, I'm thinking about. Because me and Charles just talked about uh, Draco the Ruler. Um, he was stabbed in the neck and subsequently murdered um, at a festival out there mm-hmm. just recently. And it's like, there's all kinds of footage and everything of it. Yeah, no, that's my thing. Like, temporary living, like, I already thought I mapped it on my head. Like, temporary living, like, a year or two, I could probably do these major cities, but somewhere to really settle down. I don't know. I ain't found it yet. I just can't speculate. I know it's not fucking Florida. That's for goddamn sure. Even New York isn't popping off like L.A. is right now. You might like Vacaville. In Florida? No. Oh, what the fuck is that? It's in California. It's in Northern uh, California. It's maybe, like, San, maybe San Diego. What's up visit to these places? San, I don't know. San Diego, I Southern California. I don't know when I when, you know, get there and feel around. It's like, time for me I don't to know. I just need a particular energy or like some type of particular feel of thing. Or even if it's not even the energy, like if something was like y'all going to Miami for work and y'all going to be the most successful, I would do that. If whatever the circumstances led to that, I would do it. I hope it never does. Well, not Miami. That would be ridiculous. <laughs> like, but maybe New York but if it was or like, like... Have to. Like if, you if I'm going to go to a ma- major a, city, I'm not. we're not right going to pick a half-ass major city. That's what that's like. Miami is like the fun version of New York, or the like the the fun version of New York. It's like we can go to the beach, we can do all the warm things, yeah. But you still don't have like all the facilities that a New York would have. So it's just like 
Yeah, something just don't feel right about being down there. I don't know what the like, fuck I would damn up. near pick going to Toronto over Miami just because of the fact that I had, was if like... I was to say it would be like L- L.A., mm-hmm. New York, Seattle, and not even really Seattle, honestly. Seattle would only really beneficial for you. So it'd have to be L.A., yeah. New York, maybe Toronto, but mostly L.A. or New York. Is yeah. where I would say going. Would Those are the most. three largest cities that are actually available to us. Yeah, New York was pretty friendly to me, at least in Midtown. So I'm like, I don't have no qualms about living there. I liked that fast pacedness. I kind of like the 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 vibe there. Miami was like a fast pace that just made me just irritated. Like, get the fuck out of my way. <laughs> Why are y'all hot. trying so hard? And I don't even mind about trying hard about anything like that. It was just like, like I said. Like, New York got a reputation for being standoffish, and these Miamians was all hella standoffish. A lot of them, it was like 50-50, I'd get that much. But you had to go to the suburbs to get, like, decency. Like, in Miami? Oh, my God. It's just a strange, but it did make me, like, hella body conscious, because, like, not saying I didn't see people my size there, and I'm not, like, that the hugest person in the room, but you really start to see, like, smart people out here, like, they... They take care of themselves. And I feel bad looking at all these women. I'm like, I gotta set my game up. Well, I th- this is partly the nature of where people live. Yeah. Like, I can say actively in Cleveland, there are points in time where the weather is adversarial to you to actually try to get in shape. Yeah, and I don't know if it was because of where I was, because I stayed, like, around the nicer neighborhood. So it could have been, like, oh, the zip code and the... People just, if you got more money, you send it to more in shape. If I, I would have went somewhere else where I've seen, like, more out of shape no, people, I don't know. No, you're right. No? Oh, okay. Because that's how it is in Seattle. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. It's, <laughs> um, you lifestyle is based around very sedentary activities. Yeah. And so, like, y'all don't have a lot of, like, we Big, drive everywhere. You drive everywhere. There's, yeah. So there's not a lot of like commuter space for that. There's not a lot of like 5Ks or things like that. There's like a community base where it's like, oh, the city is behind us. We're going to shut down these streets and do this like multiple times throughout the year. You might get like one or two out here. It's more of like, oh, we're going to go to a museum and then go to a dinner or go sit down and see a play. And everything is very sedentary here. That leads to you eating and sitting and not doing a whole lot of movement. And that leads to you getting work. Yeah. No, I noticed that. And I'm like, mm, i stepping up my game. I can't do this. You know, you gotta I be, can't you fucking do this. You actively be, like, engaged with, like, your physical. Like, that's the one thing I noticed. It's like, out here, women seem to like a huskier man. Like, at least that's what I've gotten in the conversation. Like, when I went to Seattle and lost all that weight and came back, women were, like, verbally upset with me. Like, had conversations with me, like, but why did you do that? (laughs) I liked Husky Tony. He was all, he had big arms, and he was all solid, and I was like... I'm objectifying me! (laughs) (laughs) Like, um, uh, I'm the same me. Yes, I am... A much slimmer version of that. I just decided to start running and stuff. Yeah, but in Seattle, slim, more like toned, everything like that, having like the V line, that is the more like 
desired thing and it's more what people are looking for and just in like men and women not just like oh if you want to get a chick this is what you want to look like no women are in that same frame and everything like that like in college glow uh, I was gonna say a name that might have been rude they might ah, fuck it glow is bigger and not even bigger but like Maybe, like, in terms of, like, body sizes, like, maybe your size. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe an inch shorter than you, but around your height as well. So, um, is her name? Shit, what is it? My best friend. She is, like, a dark-skinned version of you. She might actually be a little taller than you, for real. Mm-hmm. But, so there were some thicker ones out there, but... Yeah, it's not as prevalent. Not at all. No, so that made me, like, really look around, like, oh, I have to reevaluate. Not that I don't feel like I'm not making any progress, but it's like, oh, this is not... We're not doing this 2022. But also, <laughs> you have to... I also think moving... If you move to that area... The likelihood of you just falling because your lifestyle will more than likely change because of the nature of where you are. Right. So, so I'm not, this isn't like a bash towards my body or anything like that. It's just recognizing like it's not the best shape that it can be in. So it could be better. Like, I don't hate it. I lost weight in New York just from all the walking around, but it's not like we didn't eat there. Like I eat there probably better than I have damn near any place, any place else is just like, how the hell did I lose six pounds? You walked 30, you walked 30,000 yeah. steps a day. <laughs> like, you can eat a chicken pot pie and like some, and like these weird french fry things that came with it and just be like, oh, that's cool. But, and then next thing you know, well, don't matter. That bitch didn't really last until I walked, I walked from freaking damn near from Dumbo all the way back over to uh, uptown Manhattan. This is gone across a whole bridge. Mm-hmm. Well, I would just say their lifestyle is just more active. They're doing more. They're more. There's not anything to do out here besides these things. Top golf. <laughs> Which <laughs> is standing somewhere and hitting a golf ball. No, oh, what else you got? It's uh, just more yeah, like, name me something that's really popping in out here that's <clears throat> active. That, that trampoline park. That's popping out here. <laughs> really, we're in Cleveland. That's about as popping as it gets. No, it exists out here, but you don't hear no one really talking about. Everybody talking about going to get some food, going to see a show, club, yeah. going to the club. Just it's just well, different. Well, I mean, like, I this is I'm not the best metric for that. It's just like. You want to go out to eat? I would rather just cook. And like, they, like here, there's no like day parties for real. Uh, yeah, there definitely are day parties in New York. That was a very enjoyable thing. Yeah, day parties are amazing. You go, it's like 12, 1 o'clock, and you're just having a good time. But that's not, so just the way that you live is different. And so I think that that leads to you being more sedentary. And then, People have the cop out of, oh, well, it's cold outside, so I'm not going to go anything. Like, that's not always a cop out, Tony. It is. Not always. No, it is. When when you're out here dealing with negative temperatures? If you do, you have a car? Yeah. Okay. If the answer is yes, I have a car, and yes, I could 
run out there for 30 seconds, cut it on, run back in the house, wait 10 minutes, let it be warm, hop in the car, go to the gym, go get my workout in. Sweat. Sweat, shower, dry off. Sweat, shower, dry off. Not everybody likes showering at the gym. Okay, so you can sit there and dry off if you choose to, or if you want to go out in the cold, sweaty and wet, that is a personal decision. <laughs> but you can choose to do things that can avoid being sick. And yes, well, no, it's I'm more... just saying it's more time consuming. Oh, and? Yeah. Well, no. I mean, time is the most precious thing to most people. So if it takes you, that's like, that's a damn near two and a half hour process to go work out. How it only takes you 10 minutes to warm your car up and however long it takes you to get there. All right. Get dressed. And that's if you need to warm your car up. Y'all don't be warming your car up. Y'all hop in the cars and just go. Oh, but it's also pretty warm right now. So do you ever warm your car up? Yeah. I said for real, so I would take that as well. She has to push this, the auto nah, start. I got it. I'm not. I don't like doing that unless I forget. <laughs> I'll do it. Like, but like before, like no, before, if I just walk down and just like, well, if I get moving, and, and they're not the older cars where you gotta let them warm up or else your shit'll be fucked up. You just really drive off. So that's a very well. The goal is to let thing. the oil hit the top of your engine. Yeah, that's the reason why you warm up your car. But now I don't want to do that because I got a nice little luxury hitting that button. But that sometimes work and sometimes don't. Typically, by the time I choose a turn my car or whatever time, whenever I choose my song or whatever. But no, when I when it's like when it's the winner winner, hell no, I don't just go. That's insane. Like when you out here and you, your clothes can't protect you from the can't protect you from the freaking uh when the hoodie just ain't cutting it. This is just like <laughs> I got this coat on, I got this hoodie on underneath it. I got these pants on. What happened? I'm I'm still cold. Mm-mm. No, it's 50-50. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. But like, Yeah, go at, work out. It's just like, all right. What about niggas that live in Alaska where it's cold damn near all the time? Do they just be like, nah, they don't got to go work out? If or do you they... want it, you want it. I mean. It. Exactly. And that is my fucking point. <laughs> if you want it, you want it, and you'll do it. It ain't too hard. It. It's whether you want it or you don't. Oh no, whether or not it's a conscientious choice as opposed to just a like in certain be places, out it's of just weather. easier. Like I didn't say that it wasn't harder. I'm just saying just that like, it's possible. I don't care what's easier or not. Is it, is it doable? Like it's a conscientious yeah. choice, and then you have to you have to give up part of your time and part of your day to make sure you do said thing, and that is what you have to do in order to be like this inside of Cleveland. Whereas in, in Miami, you could just be like, "What you about to do?" Well, I can always just go outside for a run. Like what I was, it was way easier for me losing shape in North Carolina than it is here. It's just a, it's just a very comfortable like, life. Like you don't have to strive. You have to choose discomfort out here. Yeah, it's like, just like I would run to... to the gym, work out, run back home. No, but see, out here you have to choose discomfort. It's easy to, it's so easy to get into comfort here. Very easy, and that's what I discovered about like. So I don't like Ohio. It just made me think like, oh, wait a second. It's too easy. It just brought me out of that comfort zone of like, even the politeness thing. I'm like, well, who really got the problem? You or them? And which is why it's not like a big thing. It's just more like pointing it out like, oh, I get it now. This was just something that I'm comfortable with. And I have to push myself out of it and 
I make no gripe about it. I don't know if my politeness will ever change for real because I still hold doors open for shit. So I don't know how that is a change. Oh, if I left the Midwest these. overall is just a fairly friendly place from what I understand. Yeah, but you don't. Re- I didn't really notice that until I started visiting these other places. Like, oh, this is just something oh, that was- we do. This is not a general thing. And it's not like it don't happen. People are pretty generally nice. I don't believe the world is an unsafe, unfriendly place. But then you start to see, like, everybody not on the same time that you want. And it's not about sitting and waiting for real. It's like even driving taught me, like, oh, this is a nice metaphor. Yeah, like, this is a cool little metaphor. Like, you got to take these chances when you got to. And I don't know why, but my family thinks I drive fast, which I don't agree with. I don't think I drive fast or I'm a speed demon. Even our speed limits here are polite. It's like 60 to 65 at the highest. Yeah, no, theirs was like driving down certain highways was like 40. No, but on the freeways, it's about 55 and Hardly nobody was doing that. I don't get that. I'd see nobody pulled over. Like, in North Carolina... Because the rule, honestly, is not what the speed limit is on the freeway mm-hmm. posted. It's you go to speed of traffic. So if all traffic is doing 80 and then you decide to go the speed limit, you know who's wrong? You, because you're going to cause a fucking accident. So you do the speed of traffic. Same thing in California. Yeah. Yep. Out oh, here, they want you to do 65, and if you go faster, they're going to pull you over. Yeah, see, I didn't see nobody uh, pulled no, over. Just that, so, no, it's, so it's completely no different. No one pulled over. Yeah, no, what? I didn't see none of that. <laughs> they're doing well, the right I'm thing. Like, I mean, so, my bigger question right. is, why are y'all all in such a rush? That's just how it is. Because we have somewhere to go. Yeah, they got something if to do. If you got something this. to do, you should you should plan. And I did. Make sure you get there. On, I did. Inside the re- I did. I planned for thirty. I, I planned for 30 minutes, and what you're doing is infringing on my 30 minutes. Eh, you're infringing on my ability to drive how I want to. That's oh, just all right. Now we both infringed. Yep, that's. <laughs> and I'm fine with that. Hey. <laughs> I'm driving within the bounds of what the way everything is posted. So it's just like, am I not willing to go eighty not eighty miles an hour? I did that inside of North Carolina, but that's what you basically had to do in order to get anywhere. Because that I'm like, going to cut you off. Yeah, no, like, it's like I'm going some... to be mean to you. Okay, if you, if you do. Less than the 80 on the freeway. What I'm going to do is get out of the, if especially, I'm not going to do this if you're not in the fast lane. If you're in my fast lane and you decide that I'm going to do maybe 70. No, no, no. That's not what this lane is for. This lane is the true speed of traffic. You need to move. If you're not willing to, I'm going to get out of the lane. I'm going to get in front of you. I'm going to slam on my brakes and I will stop in the middle of the fucking freeway. Hit me. I mean, at that point, you're going to get hit, probably. Because I haven't been, and they've all understood and got out the fucking lane. Cause stop playing with me. No, I've seen him do this. I'm not playing games with <laughs> A you. A lot of the time. Get out of my fucking lane. Why are you in this lane if you're unwilling to do what this lane is? This is the fast lane for a reason. You can go and go to the other lanes if you want to. This is the passing lane. We are passing you niggas. Well, no, the passing, once you pass, you were supposed to get back into the middle lane. Unless all lanes are full and you can continue to pass. So Unless all lanes are full. But most, and, of, the, most of the time, all lanes aren't full. Uh, jam-packed? No, but there'd be other cars in them, so I just keep passing cars. <laughs> it's just like there's there's other cars in every lane if you look at it if you if that's your designated choice. It's just like, is there a car in that lane? Somewhere there's a car in that lane. Yeah, and get out of my way, sir. That's the whole mentality. Get out. It's defensive. Get out of my way. Like, I'm getting through this. I don't give a fuck. 
All I drive is I'm getting away from this. You can go, sure, whatever. I'm not in a rush. They oh. drive. I'm in a fucking rush. You get out of my way. Which would let like I, have I just generally to go. I just generally drive with so many car lengths in between me and another person. Yeah, see, there is none. Of, there's, so, there's very little. Like of that. just because I, we're driving what seventy miles per hour, just because I have seven car lengths in front of me doesn't mean you actually have to, like that's the normal amount of space that you're we're supposed to have. You it can doesn't do mean that. that you're supposed to. It's just like, well, I can get into this space. Listen, like 60% of them drivers were following basic rules, but it was still a big majority, a bigger percentage of more drivers like Tony that I wasn't used to. You might get one or two of these drivers up here. Usually generally everybody doing around the same. Yeah, and no, somebody they, doing it faster. It's more like that aggressive. Like, it comes from a certain mentality. <laughs> and y'all don't have that mentality. What? I'm not that I'm not that bothered about stuff. It's not about being bothered about anything. I'm not bothered. You, no, no, I'm no me doing the, the fucked up shit. Yeah, is because I'm an ass and I'm a dick and I can't. What I, me speeding and being in a like a hurry for things isn't that I'm bothered. I have, there's things to be done. There's shit to get done. Yep. And y'all don't move like that. Y'all move like y'all have time to get things done, and y'all don't. There's shit to be done. But, and, no, no, but no, I no. allocate the amount of time y'all that I don't. need to get those things. Y'all don't. Done. And y'all move slow. And that's y'all issue. Y'all be like, well, I've adequately allotted for this time so I can move in this lethargic fashion. No, that's incorrect. That's why Ohio is behind. Because it moved to a lethargic beat. That's not how shit gets done. Mm. While you moving in, like, hey, I had this thing scheduled and planned out. The deal was talked about, done, completed, and you haven't even presented for the deal that we both was going for because your allotment is different. The way that y'all view time is so, well, if I'm like, the, it's, like, it's just... If my goal is to offer slowly. someone else, if my goal is to offer someone else, the, if I'm moving to someone else's beat, yeah, I'm going to move by whoever is trying to give me this money's beat. That's the way the world works. No, what if it's your beat and going out to try and get money? That's uh, that the beat. Po- if I'm going out and trying to get money, that means I move on that person's beat. No, no, no. You don't, it's, you don't know anybody. There's no one that you know to get. You're just trying to say, hey, this is what I got, and I need to take my skills and figure out how to get a dollar with it. Um, That's that- what y'all move lethargic with. It's... If y'all get comfortable, y'all would be real comfortable inside of a job where you know it's a given check. Y'all move amazing for that. Oh, yeah, I got this new job. Y'all be real happy inside of a facility. Oh, uh, uh, if I'm moving for some, if I, yeah, if it's, I honestly, no, I'd move slower for the, for the, I would plan everything out for the unsure. That, no, I would move quickly for the things that are unsure and move slowly for the things that I know that are there. Why am I chasing down money that I already know is going to be there? Where, I, Whereas if it, everything is uncertain and I have to go out and I have to make this much money, then yeah, I'll be in a rush. I don't know. I just don't ever see that as a mentality from Ohio. Not speaking about y'all in general, but just like Ohio at nauseum doesn't seem like it's... I mean, Ohio at nauseum has so many large employers to the point where most people just work the normal job. You work for Sherman Williams. You work for Goodyear. You work for, you work for Cleveland Clinic. You work for University Hospitals. It's like we just have a bunch of large... You work for Progressive. You work for Allstate. Like that's just kind of how Ohio works. 
Yeah, it's nothing that I'm just like shaming, but it's not who I am and it's not what I'm going for. So that's why I noticed why I was so unhappy with it for all these years. It's just not who I am. And I get, like I said, like Dave Chappelle live in Yellow Spring. So he got buku money, but he decided this lifestyle because that's just what his personality demands for. I'm not saying that I'm these aggressive type people who I'm not an asshole. (laughs) I don't ever want to be. But I also understand that what I am and what I want to do is not presented here in its fullness. That I guess that's that's what I more so feel. What I am and what I want to do, I don't see that reflected anywhere really here. Oh, yeah. And if I have to adapt to that lifestyle where he was saying like you have to be a little bit more aggressive with your time and going after the things you want, I can adapt to that for sure. But out here, you just don't really have to. You don't really have to. It's not... Because you, like you said, there are the big corporations. Yeah, you, you can don't just, have to. This is yeah, what you it's, choose. It's, honestly, it's pretty... If you're willing to settle or just work outside of the sphere that you're not really normally willing to work in, it's pretty easy to get a damn job out here. Yeah, it's not hard to get a job out here. It's not hard to find a living wage. That's never going to be the issue. It's just that we know in our line of work that it is high risk but a high return and usually high risk shit don't really you're not really getting paid for too much of that or at least not well how you would think it was in the beginning and it's not really supported out here as well the risk isn't really worth it out here because even if you even if you hit say you hit a whole 21 the likelihood you're maybe getting paid double what double what somebody is who's probably just went and got the normal $50,000 a year, $55,000 a year job. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I'm making $100,000, $100, but then you look at the person who's making fifty to 60000 and it's just like, what do you do? Oh, I'll just go, go to work, 9 to 5, come home, everything's cool. But our lives are different now. And I think that's what y'all don't equate for. Your lifestyle is based off of the desires and needs of somebody else. Yes. That's the, that is the exchange for that security. Yeah. Security that cost. no one ever talks about. No, because what you mentioned was I just go home. I just no, no, no. What you also do is give up your freedom to obtain that level of security where I come in and I come back out for well, 40 hours and them, get a check. To them, that's freedom, you know. That's freedom. That, you that's know. I have to do. Yeah, that's I have to do my for. job. I'm willing to exchange this time for this money. And then after this time, it's my time and I go home. I do what I want to. Right. I get so much time time that I get to say, no, I'm not going to be here. And that's how I interact with this entity. And that's not that. And that's not. I mean, really... it kind of depends on the job because some places got forced overtime and then your time is your time unless they say it's not. Yeah. And they that... still choose to do that shit, though. So well, I I'm can't... not saying that they're forced into it. I'm just saying that. There's probably you can't say that you have freedom when you really don't like freedom. Like there's a definition of it, and which you are isn't free. Well, what's that? What's the? What's that? uh, You're happy. That what's that cave thing? That allegory with the cave where they face towards the wall, and it's like these demons or whatever making the fucking yeah. They're making the shadows on the wall, and then they let one the free one go. But they don't know that they're in captivity. They just think that everything is those shadows. Yeah. But that's their freedom. That's how could you convince somebody of that? Like you can't. I don't, but see, I don't think. I mean, they that, are, I don't. I, well, I feel like in that allegory, they don't know. I feel like 
these people know. They made and, an active choice. Yeah, these people are opting into it. Yeah. Whereas those it, people were put in a situation they never knew. Mm-hmm. You walked into the cave and just stood with your back I, to the outside. No, they've been there since looking. the beginning. That's what so, it is. That's what, they've been born in this cage, and all they know is the shadows. I forget. It's like I mean, Plato's I allegory. Feel like shit, Plato's allegory. Oh, no, I understand what you're saying. Oh, okay. No, they're not. The people like in that situation aren't accountable. Yeah. But I don't think these people qualify for that because I don't think... Because they yeah, say are aware. They oh, okay. opted into I, this. I think that they know and they're aware of what's going on. And, and opt again, I th- do believe but there's a lot of freedom in that is... because at the end of the day, you had a choice and this is what you wanted to do. This is the... Oh, you... No, no, no. I'm not saying that you were never free. I'm saying that you aren't freely chose you, I, to be a slave. You opted into this into situation. a controlled situation. Yeah, you, you chose it and yeah. you can opt out. There, You do have freedom. It's just not... In this situation, yeah, it's, you're not absolved of a free act because you opted into this. I'm not saying that now you're forced to do to this five, forever. You have to do You what? could decide, hey, I no longer want to do this anymore. I should ask Juice to work for a living and then decide, you know what? That's not what I want to do. That doesn't align with who I am. So you can decide, hey, I want a more free lifestyle that affords me a different level of circumstances. Sure, she has responsibilities and obligations, but... She doesn't have to ask anybody else besides herself about vacation time or times that work starts and ends and if she can go home because her daughter is sick or if there's an emergency, hey, how can I get somebody to cover? None of that is any of your concern anymore. <clears throat> it's what you and your life calls for are the things that you can prioritize. Yeah. But in that realm... I guess this is something that I've been pondering a lot. Even if you know of something, does your experience, there's a difference between like knowing of something like with the, I think I heard somebody say like, I know how to be in a relationship and be a good one, but I'm just not choosing not to. What is the difference between that and then just regular people? Like, I mean, because it's like, you know, of something like knowing, like I, when I go back to talking about like the Great Depression, like we know of what happened in the Great Depression, but I'm not, we weren't there. I, I think the, the difference Depression. is ignorance. Mm-hmm. The difference is ignorance. Mm-hmm. We're ignorant to what it's like to have to eat cat food. Yeah. To be in a generation of people that had to eat your animal's food because that was the most affordable food to the point that they passed a law that all pet food has to be of human consumption standard just in case something like that happens. Because before it wasn't, and we were just eating whatever, but people needed food. Yeah, yeah. It's always, I don't know, just the sheer amount of things that we hit that people were doing in the Great Depression is like... Boiling leather shoes. It's just Because leather is a meat product or an animal product, and you can chew that and get some type of sustenance and fill your belly. It's not going to be the greatest, but no. So we don't know what any of that is like. We can talk about it. We have a concept of it. I guess I think that the difference is... If you opt into something, it doesn't absolve you. The difference is ignorance. Mm -hmm. But the people who aren't ignorant aren't absolved of that, of the ramifications of that situation. Just because you were knowledgeable in choosing to be inside the system doesn't mean that 
you're also just as free as me. No, you were free to make that decision. You opted into a system that now has control and constraints over you. You can opt out at any time you want, and then you can regain all the freedom that I have. But as long as you're inside of there, you're just as controlled as the person that's ignorant of the situation and doesn't know that they opted into it. They just know that this is all that life has ever looked like for them and for anybody that they have ever known. I would say, you know how Detroit used to pretty much work in a way. Maybe choice is a difference. Maybe not ignorance, but choice. Like you get to, you're choosing it. And maybe that gives some people a level of comfort that they chose that life. Because I mean, I don't think that it's a bad life. You get some vacation. If you build a film group that's inside of that work, then y'all probably can, or that have similar like jobs. Y'all can schedule vacations around um, the same time and things like that. Do family shit. Like an illusion of control. Yeah. Like this is like, I have control over my life because I've done these set things. Yes. Maybe that's where they feel like they got that control. Oh, I mean, I don't have this fundamental belief that they're out of control of their lives. Yeah, me neither. I don't think they're out of control of their lives. I just think it's just like, this is what I chose to do. This this was my act of choice to function inside of these parameters. Because the parameters are generally pretty clear. That choice is to give up control. And I guess that's what people don't acknowledge. I mean, I don't think I'm necessarily. Be- <sighs> I had a question. If, you're, if you have to ask me for something and I can tell you yes or no, do you have control over it? Uh, yes, because I can always choose to opt out of this given situation. If you say no and I don't th- take so that as if acceptable most thing. people are going to just quit their job. Is most that, people that will just quit their job. Okay, so let's. But use, I always can. So let, but let's go on the logical where we're going. No, but that's the thing. They could, but most people are not quitting their jobs because their boss told them, "No, you can't take vacation." Yeah, I, there. Are, but there are plenty of people say, saying, "Hey, boss, I want to work from home." No, you can't work from home anymore. Why quit? Oh, now in this current, in this very current, unique situation, yes, that we've it's never just, been, that's very unprecedented, then yes, Charles, you can point to something. But if we're talking about what has been the norm for society up until this point, then no, people this is weren't. the new norm. This is happening on a um, regular basis. We think it's the new norm until you realize that what the military had to realize under Obama the military went under something called force reduction. Yep. Basically, you do more, do your job and new future missions with less personnel. Companies oh. are going through a similar problem right now. Force, force reduction. But they're still having to service the people. Eventually, they're going to figure out processes that make this possible without hiring all the niggas back. And then there won't be this influx of hiring anymore. And niggas without will then just be without. And niggas that were, oh, I can just quit this job and find me another work from home job will not be able to because the landscape will have shifted. You can look and their jobs are already looking at how at these processes and saying, oh, we're being successful with less staff. Sure, people are quitting, but we're still hitting our marks and we're still doing what needs to be done. And they're pricing themselves out with the $15 an hour thing. They're pricing themselves out the system. So they're, so people are, like I said, it's a unique time. So yeah, you if you can figure it out, you better figure it out right now while things are still quasi playing around. 
that's why I had three, four job offers in lined up because right now it's a real unique time where I'm just like, I, I can grab. But I also recognize that shit is going to shore up eventually. They're going to turn things around and start using less people to do the same thing because they recognize that they could. They recognize that the people that they have there are willing to do this and go these well, lengths to make that happen. That's a catch-22 because the problem is the more you the more you depend upon the <clears throat> workforce that you already have and the more important they become, the less you can actually afford to believe and less you can afford to actually treat them badly because it's like, all right, this person needs to be able to do all these things. What's the likelihood of you being able to find somebody who can do all these things if they just decide to leave? It's not even all these things. It depends upon. It's they feel like they can do it because now we have a problem. No, what we developed with you, the person that could do all these things was a process for it to get done. So now we don't have to find someone that knows how to figure out the process. We just have to teach the process to the person. That's much easier. Well, it depends upon what the process is and, like maybe because I'm looking at it from more of a skilled position, not necessarily the plug and play positions. But that's where all these people are leaving. Like progressive has a lot of work from home um, claims jobs, shit like that. All the jobs that you're talking about are the not skilled positions. They're the plug and place. Whereas just all of Ohio plug and play. So yeah, you niggas can quit. But once they figure out how to run these operations without y'all, then what are y'all going to do then? And most of America isn't skilled labor, Charles. Oh. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. I mean, like, maybe they evolve, maybe they don't. Because. No, they ain't got no choice. No, no. <laughs> evolve they, or die. Oh, no. I mean, I, a lot of businesses are just going to go out of business. Pro- oh, yeah, no. Too. Some businesses are going to go out. Because they can't do it without the amount of staff. Because right. not every single business plan is necessarily good for like shrinkage oh no no i completely agree i think that there are going to be businesses that fall to the wayside but what i'm saying is as a society the work with the working complex industrial complex that it is is going to shore itself back up and figure out how to continue to move forward and be capitalistic with the workforce that it has and once it figures out a good process for that, it's going to be like, well, fuck you niggas that didn't want to work for us and they're asking for these things. Now make us give it to you. Because we, we're we making the money still. You, I mean, you're all... You can't make the money without the people. It's look, You can't make money without a workforce unless you can do it all yourself. So you can still only afford to push off the workforce by so much. Yeah, I don't see it completely happening, but I will say, like, the way like, are leaning towards. Like, Kellogg's lost. I was, what do you mean Kellogg's lost? Oh, uh, they pretty much seceded to the to everything that the employees wanted. There was a massive strike. They started losing money because their quali- they weren't able to uh, train up quality assurance people if anywhere near fast enough. And so they seceded. They ceded to what the pay raises and stuff that the union wanted. So Kellogg's gets his people back. The union gets what they want. No, they had a fucking union. Yeah, <laughs> Charles. I'm like, what is he talking? Oh, I mean, unions are getting becoming more and more popular. Like, I don't know where. <laughs> oh no, people are just starting to start. They start trying to unions. bring back unions again. Yes, like Starbucks. Starbucks has a that union be now. A slow process. That's good like, for them. 
keep up these the good things. Work. I mean, people aren't necessarily ha- happy about it. Mm-hmm. Like it's not, like the ones that I keep track of are the ones inside the video game industry, and like almost every single year, there is a conversation in um, GDC about there being a union, and now there's probably going to be a one at Blizzard, at the very least. So, like, as these things start popping up and worker protections start popping up again because we're inside of an age. I'll say this. The conversations that I hear the people inside of working spaces isn't that conversation that you're having. It's not the conversation of, oh, these companies need to do better. It's the people that are working and coming to work being very negative towards anyone that's quitting not coming to work not trying to work they're calling them lazy it's it's becoming a oh we need to stop drinking the cool no no no, but that's what they're doing it's media is making a trick bag so sure charles what you're saying is correct but media is pushing the narrative that there's all these jobs out there the workforce is working, and then we have all the people just quitting and being unwilling to work. Speaking to, about them in a negative connotation, like they should be willing to go take these jobs. So the people in there taking these jobs are also looking at them like, fuck you. So it's creating a divide amongst the people. So now you have not only to fight the corporation that's saying, fuck you, it's, well, the people that you need to be on your side potentially are also like, nah, fuck you, because you should just come in here and work. Like, we've been working and doing this. Y'all need to stop being lazy. Like, I Uh, literally hear... Well, first, like, I don't understand why people cape for their job. Right. I I literally hear this conversation on, like, a daily basis when I go in. I don't understand why. It's just like, excuse me, you have loyalty to these people? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, they. What do you mean? I don't have loyalty behind besides the outside of nine to five. Charles, fucking. when I talk to my grandma about the way that I be doing companies, the look on her face and how appalled she be at like the way that I treat. I'd be like grandma, but I, I was like grandma, do companies care and just fire? I was like, you work for a company that got rid of the whole department after you left and just switched it out. She's like, yeah. She's like, but I told them that it was coming and they were stupid because they should have seen, look at you going right back to blame the people and not the company. But that's people today. Her is people now. It's just like, (laughs) excuse me, they have no loyalty to you. What do you mean? It's just like, Dollar Bank would never betray me. Cunnington Bank would never betray me. Like, they would be, they wouldn't just close my branch out of nowhere next thing you know. You closing your branch out of nowhere. Like, what you doing? Why is the door open? They didn't tell you, Tiff? Oh, this shit closed now. Yeah, and I used to think that would change if I started working for a black-owned company. It don't. It's not your company. And I'm They're not saying profit, that they never not felt. for you. Yeah, I never said, and it was a great company to work for, but I also understood, like, damn, I'm still unhappy. The, the, and there's nothing that they did. It's nothing. all about the bottom line, baby. Yeah, they didn't do anything It's wrong. not. It's just working for a company is you work for my best interest. Yeah. That's what you're here. I give you a check, whatever the set schedule is, and your job is to work in my best interest. Mm-hmm. Yep. And make moves for me during that given time. Now. But 
But that's like the weirdest shit. Because but not even it during that given time because you say that Charles. People, yes, it's like you get off immediately at your set time. Like there isn't them massaging your time and saying, "Oh, we need you to stay late," and "Oh, we need to do this." And there's not that level of like managerial pressure or them calling one more shit. Even with you and you being free. You talk about how your boss was trying to abscond on some of your days and things like that. But the only difference is you aren't an employee. You're a freelancer. So you have the the leeway really to say no and not feel like I'm going to get fired. Yeah, because I'm not. It's a job by job thing. Yeah. And but that's not where other people exist, where if I tell my manager no every single time, how does that affect my raises in the future or my work environment since I got to come oh, yeah. here every I day. Mean, like, depending upon who you're dealing with, it's just like, well, you weren't willing to put in the extra mile. Why would I take an extra mile? And not mile? even who you're dealing with. That's how most companies just are. That's how they train their managers to be. Oh, but also one of those things the managers is... managers are trained to spew and talk about the Kool-Aid in a certain way. Like, when I was at the Zon, these niggas was like, <laughs> yeah, I'm calling it the Zon now. <laughs> when I was over there... These niggas would always be like the most happy about like, oh, we're doing this for the employees and things like that. And it'd be the most like ridiculous trick bag shit. And I'd be like, so we all know it's a trick bag, but we talk about it like it's like the most amazing thing that we're like giving them. And they should just be oh so grateful. Every job ever do that shit. And you just be like, oh, okay. get the fuck out of my face. Because everyone can feel like, heartlessness in it we gave you guys a new xerox machine what the fuck you mean we gave you gave us a xerox machine you can feel the heartlessness in someone trying to be excited about shit that don't really matter you know what really matters is like you said my daughter gets sick can i come to y'all and be like damn i need to take this day off oh you need a week like that's the shit that really matters and no one's there those companies don't really provide that to you to it's like unlimited vacation time or whatever the fuck else we all looking for maternity leave or yeah, paternity like leave where the father can also be off and take care of the kid because that's you know, something bizarrely that amazon ha- if you're inside the uh salary pay structure that's actually pretty good for them mm, yeah but not as good as it could be and you can feel i mean that nothing's as good as it could be ouch. here you can feel that from people. You can feel that fucking heartlessness here. Uh, they fucking jump into like, get the fuck out of my face. As monstrous as the tech industry is, I will say that's one thing be. that they fundamentally understand that other people know. It's just like at Google, do you realize that yo, you don't actually have set hours that you need to be anywhere? Like, period. The yeah. campus is just always open. Mm. So you can like, what are you doing? Oh, well, somebody needs to be home with the kids during the day. Mm. So I'm there from there to there. And then I just go into the office at four. I stay there till about midnight and then I come home. And that's what we do. And you can do that. And then when the schedule changes, you can just switch to going to days. Because that's what you feel like doing. Yeah, no, most companies are offering that flexibility. But I don't even care if they even offer that flexibility. Don't try to hype it up like you should be grateful or look what we're doing for you. Like just don't you can go lie to me. Shove it in your fucking don't ass. Don't lie care. to me and be, just be like, look, "This is so great." Like, yo, this is. But like workers, it is weird for your grandmother to be like that because workers inside of her day was probably the most belligerent out of everybody. No, it's just like what are we about to do. She was a manager. Oh, 
She was a part of the Kool Aid. She's white. <laughs> I mean, looking at you, looking at your mama. You seen her? One, she, a two. She about the color of your shirt. <laughs> like I don't know what color your aunt is. So about the color of ash. So it's just like. She just don't be going out in the sun. Bruh, she's the color of your shirt. <laughs> she just don't no, be going out in the sun. Not. I'm about to start this argument. So you can just go lie for no reason. I don't understand why y'all are lying. Exactly. Why you keep you know what I why mean? You why you always lie? She can drink out the white people water fountain. Why you and that's all I know. Hey, and that's probably lie? had a lot to do with like her like work experience. Like, she would tell people Get the like she got the job. My grandmother got offered the job to be the manager, and then told they told her to bring in some of her friends and everything, and then she brought in niggas. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they knew she was black, because then she brought niggas in. I told but you. The way she you? got the job is because she, she, she looked, looked white. white. I don't know what the fuck you talking about. That is not no. That's not white lady energy up there. I've been around. Listen, I've been around a bunch of old white ladies. I just said that she has white lady fuck? energy, but I don't know who the fuck if that she is. be quiet, she looked white. Oh, no, she don't. All... She don't got like white people features. I'm not joking when I say like she got a like nigga ass face. My name and my voice. Yo, that dick but did I'm her good. Sorry. <laughs> <If I> did... <laughs> I'm sorry. You don't want to hear about that. What is no. it? What color is her skin? I just damn sure lighter my eyes. Like the back of my head. That, that's white. But that don't mean anything. It do. Yo, to me... people that aren't looking for features, they're just looking I get at this. skin color. Listen, like, I get that. Real she ethnic. got a whole little benefit going on. I'm not down that. All she can is skin. But looking at her, but looking at her, and then hearing her talk, I'm like, what the fuck is y'all talking about? No, nah. you aging real good over there. Real? For she still got a full head of hair. It's fucking crazy. It's just like, isn't your hair supposed to be thinning by now? Hair thins. Yo, we was I watching know. Matrix Four, and we saw Trinity. Mm. <laughs> they age real different. That's all I'm gonna say. They age differently. I'm just gonna say she looks white. <laughs> she's let's say she's white passing. How about that? Does that make y'all feel better? Oh, she's white passing. Never healing. She be, she be so mad that I call her white. She okay. be the like the most upset. Like I just walk into your white. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. <laughs> I haven't you actually seen any of your uncles. So I means I don't know what they look like. My uncle and aunt are y'all color. And my aunt has green eyes. Yeah. <laughs> so. I'm not buying it, man. That's fine. <laughs> I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> I know the truth. Like, I'm not buying what kind of one. weird double recessive did Joe aunt get? I could just jumped or something. This is so not, fucking strange. This is just like you got a wild double recessive if you got green eyes. That's crazy. Like Jesus Christ. But hey. Yeah, I don't know what to tell y'all about that. Oh, you always lie. I mean, in my mind, she's just, you know, a Nubian princess. That's mine. Oh. Yep. She does have green eyes. I know. <laughs> <laughs> You sure that was on context, Tony? He said, I know. No, we hate context, color context in our family. Like, we'll make fun of you. Okay. Don't put those in your face. (laughs) Why are y'all mocking people? Why you got color context, man? (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Uh Um, How was everybody's holiday? It was lit. I got a guitar and my brother made me cry. (laughs) What? Yeah. 
He started out with like a little gag gift. That's my uncle. He started out with a little gag gift. He was like, all right, here. And then gave me a box like with a pick in it. And then he had this little guitar from a dollar store wrapped up. This nigga go in his room, pull out a whole ass guitar case and found an acoustic guitar for me. He got this on video. <laughs> it meant a lot. <laughs> oh, you a crybaby. I'm a big crybaby. <laughs> you pay attention to the things that I like and I, I don't just don't talk be to talking out my ass. Nope. <laughs> talk to about oh. the emotions that came out that day. That was a good... What did you get him? Um, he Anything like, to equal that? A stripper. No. Bucket. He was like, I don't need anything. But he asked me for something. But at the airport, I bought him... Because he liked coffee mugs. I bought him this little coffee mug. They say Ohio on it and got his red. He appreciated it, I think. But not compared oh. to that shit. I was going to say, you don't think about him. <laughs> I did. Oh. I got him something. I just didn't know he was going to do that. I, it's, I mean, it's just different when you're he a came from the gift heart. giver. Yeah, he is. No. He, as a person who pays attention to people and gifts and shit, when you give somebody a well thought out gift, gift and then the other person just be like here's some stuff you look that like you, wasn't a here's you, some stuff gift for yes, me it was. no, no it, it wasn't it wasn't it was that. i'm talking about i'm stuff not necessarily talking about you coffee bug. no it's from starbucks and they say like ohio is like specific to ohio stop internalizing <laughs> <laughs> i'm talking up. to you i'm talking I'm about a good gift giver <laughs> don't sound like it to me <laughs> shut up <laughs> and they just it's just like as long as you didn't have the shame look on your face, it's just like, where is my gift at? No, I, socks, bitching. I get. I would like to think <laughs> I give good gifts, but after this one, that like, one made me. Sob. You know how much I would be happy to get socks and underwear as a as a freaking holiday gift now. And that They're one so made practical. me so so sob. And then my homie got me a whole bunch of stuff, which was really nice. So it was a pretty good Christmas. I hope. I mean, I tried to make it good for myself. That shit wasn't bad or anything like that, but I think just this, these years have taught me like you gotta start celebrating yourself, Ash. Don't let we're not waiting for people to celebrate me anymore. Oh, oh, what I ended up doing? All I ended up doing was watching a shit ton of random fantasy things. I watched Wheel of Time and I watched The Witcher. I watched The Witcher twice. You watched it twice? Yeah. I don't know if I can watch it twice. I'm still not over it. I mean. My hatred of Yennefer is still pure and hot. How do you... I can't hate Yennefer. Yo, that bitch wild as fuck. I'm gonna give you that. Like, I'm sorry. It's just like, what'd you do? You stole my daughter. It's not really your daughter. He was like, yeah, it's not really yours, though. <laughs> it was just like, anybody else out here volunteer to take care of her? Volunteer to take care of her? No, I mean, the bottom that of that, the bottom of this sacrificial well was. Stop. She stopped herself, though. She stopped herself. And no one's acknowledging that. She said, no, this is a baddie. I got to be a goodie. Well, no, it wasn't even that. It was you realizing that you were literally about to trigger the fucking apocalypse. And she already knew, but she said It's just like, what's going on? Something. Uh, uh, no, you don't having a conversation with you is just like, oh. She's still. You just like teleport people. Man, you are really fucking powerful. She was very self-sacrificial. And I appreciate that, despite all her fuckery. It was just <laughs> still like, fuck with Jennifer. I it was still just like, I, I was like, all right, Gerald, I understand now. Sometimes That's, you gotta get bonked on the head. Listen, I've it's been just there. like, 
And then you turn around and you look at her like, all right, child, I understand now. So this you were lying no-no. to me before? <laughs> this is a big no-no. Don't wait, we have to go oops upside your head. I still love this show. And I'm really excited to see oh, where it's going to go. But they better not be replacing my homie. They're not going to replace him. He's too perfect of a witcher. I hope like, not. Boy. I don't know. He likes nerdy stuff way too much to not do this. Mm-hmm. It's just the fact that because this helped recover Henry Cavill's fucking career because that Superman really jacked that shit up. Really? Yeah. If I you did, like, this was the first thing that he's really done outside of uh, since he's really done Superman. That's what he gets. Uh, being fucking Superman. I don't hate Superman as much as I used to hate Superman. But what is all this hatred for Superman? Because most like the worst think character. He's I think he's one of the most selfless. Yes. I fuck with fucking Superman. He, there's nothing about him. But like, there's no character death. Oh, uh, there's a bit more than people give him credit for. Loss. Uh, it's just the fact that a lot of the things that you do with Superman are so tropish to this point that you don't necessarily know that Superman established a lot of those tropes. Right. I think that's the problem. It's just that because he done it first and then everybody like, else started doing it so much. It's like, eh, like what else is people here? People ape off of the <clears throat> fish out of, his level of fish out of water this all the time. Yeah. I can because see that. I never thought like, about it like that. I am the only one of this type, but I'm from the outside. And then I was raised as a member of this society. No, no, see, that's not my issue. My issue is just that realistically, there's no struggle for Superman outside of himself. Oh. Yes and no. Because Superman, that... Not everything that Superman deals with, he can punch until it's no longer a problem. Like yeah, he like can't you don't out- see. I think that's the whole thing that draws you to is like this man could lose control at like, any moment. There's certain stories where he's bad, bitch. Where he has to be dead. <laughs> that's the point. Stop playing with me. What? No, no that don't. Get no, no, no. That don't excite you. No, the Joker excites that's me the because mo- he's lost it already. Yeah, no, I wouldn't <laughs> say that's just the most exciting thing to think about, but it is. I would have to say, kind of, it has no, to because some like sort of he showed that when he fought Doomsday after Doomsday killed him, he was like, oh. Now let me show you what it's really like for me to punch and be shattering all the buildings around me and like not holding myself back. All right, cool. Whoop de do. <laughs> Superman did Superman things and won That's again. That's the reason why Superman the... does Superman things ninety percent of the time and wins. It's That's the reason why the best Superman stories are typically with him dealing with concepts or things that he just can't punch out right. Yeah, like the Batman versus Superman thing. It's just like very compelling TV news. Yeah, there's some good stuff where it's all about like morality, where it's like you got to be like in your head because mm-hmm. uh, better than that, it's like this nigga boring. It's just like understanding because quintessentially you are a deity on this earth. And boring and stupid. What level should you actually intervene in a lot of these things? Because like with Superman, there should be no war. He boring and stupid. But why why doesn't he stop all war? Because he's lazy. But then, like, don't they go with the bigger question? Like, if you believe in God not stopping everything, why didn't God stop everything? Those are some pretty profound questions. I'm not saying this is the most exciting. No, I think that he doesn't stop everything. And he's already said, 
Because he's supposed to allow humanity to go. He's just shepherding and protecting it. But he's allowing it to be itself. Mm-hmm. That's the same thing that God... This nigga is Jesus. That's who... <laughs> that's it. Yes. Yeah, that's who he's modeled after. Yes. <laughs> Jesus. Yes. And that's, that's why my he's issue. so fucking selfless. Yes. Yes, this nigga is Jesus. And y'all put Jesus in a comic book, that's fine. But let's call it spade a spade. Y'all reading Jesus comics. Yep, that's Jesus for real. Jesus. So that's the thing. Jew, yeah, right? So what if, what if Jesus decided that he wanted to say what fuck all of us? And just go crazy. Yeah. Wouldn't that be a crazy ass story if Jesus just was like just really cut know. loose and like, just was like, fuck all Superman you Superman doesn't cut loose. It, neither does Jesus. Jesus well, do. Jesus, when Jesus definitely do. Yeah, Jesus be whooping you, ass. I mean, so the Superman. All right, I'm dead serious. Resurrecting yourself is pretty cut loose. <laughs> just it's like I transcended the bounds of life and death. Superman came back to life and then killed Doomsday. Oh, no, Superman never died. Oh my God. Neither did Jesus. Yeah, dead. No, that nigga was dead. No, <laughs> dead as a door now. He was dead. <laughs> just he was like they stabbed him. <laughs> they stabbed him and stuff. They made sure. It's just like, <laughs> and the next thing you know, where did you not. come from, Jesus? Same, I walked. Same concept. I didn't even bother. Superman ta- and Jesus have the same stories. I didn't even bother taking the shroud off of my face. So like, you do? I went through it. Oh no, Superman and Jesus Puff got the same. Story and character arc. Jesus landed on here from a spaceship? Pretty much. Was found by a couple right, of so farmers? <laughs> it's just like... If you use the fact that... Um, virgin birth is technically her landing it. Him, him landing, landing on the space is a virgin birth because he didn't come from her. There was no conception... Um, he was raised by both of them, lives a very normal life with mother and father, goes out into the world and does regular work before assuming their, like, real personality of AKA Superman being his full self and Jesus starting to preach and everything like that. Um... I had a pentacle with her. Superman. Basically, being the most altruistic and seeing the good in all of humanity and wanting to be its steward and shepherd, but not its dictator or controller. Um, Wanting everyone to choose to do the right thing, but knowing that sometimes you can't spare that rod and have to make those hard decisions so yeah no this nigga Jesus <coughs> and I don't want to read about Jesus and that doesn't interest me and he's just not a good character so no but it has nothing to do with any of the tropes that he has this nigga's just Jesus Jesus don't try me is Jesus and I'm not into that yeah no oh I mean that's the reason I mean that's because DC and Nauseam likes to deal with concepts a lot more than they like to deal with actual characters. Because really, Batman is a concept, Flash is a concept, Wonder Woman is a concept. More, 
like they're art very they like to deal with very archetypal entities. Yeah, Jesus is, is a Marvel is very much a person by person basis. Yeah, they it's, change, they're varied, they have different struggles. Like even Captain America's boring ass. Like that nigga <laughs> is boring as fuck. Boring as fuck. But at least that nigga like be an alcoholic. Well, Captain America's never been an alcoholic. He can't be an alcoholic because his body processes alcohol too quickly. <laughs> It's just like Tony Stark was an alcoholic, so was Doctor Strange at one point. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, their characters would be like fucked up and be doing like they have character things. They have yeah, redemption stories, anger. They have like they're real people. This nigga is Jesus. <laughs> he never got a flaw. He just perfect. He just perfect nigga all the time. And, and then they do what ifs. So like, what if Jesus said fuck all of humanity? Then you get <laughs> Superman being the dictator. Hmm. All right. Cool. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, that was what if God and Jesus gave up on all of humanity? Well, just left. Like Ultraman. <laughs> <laughs> no, he said, nah, I, I told y'all what to do and now y'all gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not asking anymore. <laughs> what to do and now do it. <laughs> and before it was a suggestion and now it's a command. <laughs> but also, like, Lex Luthor is probably one of the evilest people that you could ever meet on your face of the earth. It's just like, well, why are you like this? I took the cure to cancer and split it up into 50, into 50 treatments. <laughs> That's the type of person that I am. Wow. <laughs> it's just like, it's like, this pill cures cancer. Split it up 50 times. Why? Because money. You don't even need any more money, Lex Luthor. But look at Superman. He heard me saying I'm actively making people have cancer longer. Look mm. at him. Hating up there. <laughs> Looking down on me. Hating. <laughs> I see you up there, Clark. Yeah, no, Lex sir. Luthor exhausting as fuck. <laughs> I don't, he just exhausts, like, all right, nigga. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, just, why you let this dude Superman get so much equity inside of your head? Do you, man, you, that nigga, I've never I mean, seen. if you go from the Smallville story, which is terrible <laughs> in terms of, like, continuity. It's, <laughs> That's his own thing. It's because fucking Lex Luthor's dad basically loves Superman as a, as a teenage boy and did everything for him. <laughs> And just hated like, his own son. It was like, oh, you're a little weird old bald kid. <laughs> fucking bald. You fucking bald dude. Oh, oh, I'm trying to hit it out of But that is how he treated his son inside the small <laughs> village. He was oh, like, boy, oh, you got shot by lightning. I'm going to just push you away. But Clark, <laughs> come here. I want to protect you. And I know all these secrets. And I want to help you. <laughs> I want to be friends with your son. That that kid had orange hair and eyes. Bald. He's useless to me. Yeah. Yeah, fuck him. No bald ass. Yeah, bald ass nigga. <laughs> Shut up, Q-Ball. Yeah, but it was wild. It was like, this though. This is not how Superman would. And then they Go cut off his eyebrows, Clark. Uh, my the biggest issue I had is when they didn't introduce Lois Lane. They introduced Lana. So you have this nigga dating and chasing around the cousin of the woman that he's supposed to be madly in love with in the oh, real thing. Oh, that Lana existed existed prior to that. There's more. There's more stuff to Superman than because there was a period of him being Superboy and he was a su- superhero. Is Lana be- Lois Lane's cousin? Oh. Yes, and they he he did actually date her for some period of time because he did actually go to high school, so with he, Lois, like canonically, and that is Lana, a thing that happened. No, no, no. Lana, Lana's from Lana's from a large city. No, no, no. 
Lois is from a large city. Lana is who the person who she he actually went to school with. I don't know why the fuck they gave them both L's. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say Lana is the one. That like y'all should with. at least chose a some type of fraternity ace and pattern. The fact that they made this nigga date cousins. Oh, uh, it's just like, dude. <laughs> just think about the type of niggas that wrote this story and the things that they wrote into the the canon. They're around the corner. Superman dated cousins. That's no. the type of nigga that y'all look up to. <laughs> but y'all be mad that... at the nigga on the street if he was dating you and then wouldn't dated your cousin. Oh, it would be that nigga's all type of dogs and fuck him. But Superman can do it. Oh, they, I mean, they naturally split after high school and then yeah, they met their cousins. The, you know, it's like, yeah. But I understand what you're saying. <laughs> the whole, I'm done. Go ahead. Fuck all my cousins. I don't give a fuck. But I get what you're saying. But... No, I don't look up to Superman, but like, oh God, I just that's don't understand still the, the wildest hate. story I've ever seen. Oh my! Oh no, I had this. We don't have to keep talking about Superman. This is how we got on Superman. Really. Oh, because we were talking about bizarre I archetypes. I ended up, I my brain ended up inside the worst fucking story. I, well, not the worst story. It's still fucking hilarious. Honestly, it's the thing that I look at and make. Have you ever received a story or gotten like information and found something out? And every single time you think about it, it just makes you smile. <laughs> Nigga, if you're not going to tell me what it is right the fuck now. I should probably tell bye. the entire story off mic. Because <laughs> it's just like. Well, are we going to take a break and go to Ash's part? Oh, I figured this was kind of Ash's part anyway. Yeah. I, don't know. I mean, I didn't even ask my question. Like, oh, I didn't know if Ash, this was Ash's part. Ash should tell me she was asking no, the same thing. I was thing. just like, this sounds like really flea flowing, but I don't know, like more questions. I don't even know if we touched on it. More so, like, how do you think living elsewhere has changed you for the better? Oh, that was your topic, huh? The traveling where we're talking about yep. looking for things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when I said I didn't have nothing to talk about, I erased the whole show. I was like, no one got nothing to talk about. <laughs> and then we just like, like, we all, we, like I'm pretty me, sure we had that this conversation. Whole time, I was just like, oh, this has been great. Look at us. We yeah, made like y'all really. The, I'm like, oh, my topic is pretty much being covered about how it really do expand your horizons and it really do change you. Yeah. One better if you allow it to. Yeah, it's like, oh, look but at you this. But you could always look at that Lagarde thing, or we Jeez. could be done. Listen. Like, I don't have a, a topic. I was being honest when I said that. I was, yeah. like, my energy. Uh, you weren't lying. <laughs> it's just like, I just assumed this is just like, oh. Uh, my energy is very, like. You hit that low point. It's not even, it's more internal. I'm very focused on a lot of different things. And then it was just a lot that went on these last couple of days where, it was Christmas yesterday, so part of me was like, I'm not doing no work today, but then I finished all the lists that I needed to do. And well, that's, watched... more, that's, a, that's more so a pleasurable experience for me. Mm-hmm. That was less that, that, well, the music list for you was like literally a Nigga, knife edge. I had fight. 13 and had to delete two last night. I, I, I was like, no, these two got to go right now. And I deleted them because I was like, I'm not going to sleep with 13 when I got to do this show <laughs> in two days and I need 10. You two got to get off. So I took off the J. Cole and something else got taken off. And now J. Cole was not even close to making my top 10. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm glad that you, I was hoping that you would have it on there. I mean, when we release top, in, top 10 albums for the year, there's going to be some J. Cole fan in fact finds me. It's like, how did you like off season more? It wasn't enjoyable. Just because you wrote every wrote all the titles in all caps doesn't make them hype. <laughs> it it like, wasn't not enjoyable. It's just it wasn't as good as some of the other things that I enjoyed. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like, oh, uh, 
it wasn't anywhere near as good as probably any of the Alchemist product projects. I mean, as production kind of gets better and better, I think like his ability to make his own beats is probably becoming more of a detriment than it is an ally because I don't think he's that great of a producer individually. Oh, just, who? Uh, J. Cole. Oh, okay. So it's yeah, just like particularly excited about when he like produce anything that I'm just like. Nigga. This is like J. Cole's producing yeah, this, this album, Cole, nigga. I'm on that shit. Nah, <clears throat> you can expect like decent, like oh, this matches with you, okay. <laughs> it's just like well, as opposed to like I don't know. It's just like what you do. This is an Alchemist project. You mean so? Yeah, this is somebody rap- rapping on Alchemist beats. That's all I listen to. People listen, rapping on Alchemist beats. Because it's like his fucking production. It has this kind of movie style. Like, it feel like a presentation. Like, it feel like you inside a movie or some shit. Like, it just add this level of expansiveness to whatever artist, most of the artists that he put on there, that just take it to this next level. And it just kind of immerse you into it. I don't know how to explain what the fuck that nigga be it's doing over there. It's pretty much maximizing the potential of whatever artist that he tended to work with. Yeah, and then, like, he has this this, this strange way of just making it feel like a movie, like you end this story with them. I think Mad Lib kind of do that, too. <laughs> but that level of artistry, or, like, well, J. Cole, not J. Cole. Get Mad Lib to sit down and do something that's, like, fucking pulling teeth. Like, hey, Mad Lib, you wanna, you wanna do this project? Man. Nah, dog. Nah, I'm good. He ain't got no phone, so he can't tell you no directly. <laughs> get in like, contact with this nigga. I don't nah, know. You just, gotta wait. you just gotta wait for the hard ass no. This Yo, how random. sorry would you be if like, man, man, you know, I got this album. I love to work with you. You send that email. <laughs> and then you gotta wait three to five business days for this nigga to hit N-O, period. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be so sorry. Like, you, you know, know how many people he probably this. out here turning down just like, Hey yo, I heard you had these fire ass beats. They're all fire. <laughs> Three to five weeks. It's just like, so can I get some of them? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, he just, just, he like, just shake his head. He don't say a word. <laughs> he got his glasses on and shit. You're not worth it. <laughs> like, what do you mean? I'm Drake. So. Yeah, no, I don't. I can't even say Matt Lib does it for the art. I don't know why Matt Lib does stuff. We don't. I mean, honestly, don't give a fuck. <laughs> to be honest with you, it's like there's certain whatever artists. Whatever his motivation is, keep it, boo. Do whatever you got to do. Keep that iPhone. Get the Nokia with the fifth phone. I don't give a fuck. Keep doing you. It's working. I ain't got no complaint. You're freaking. It's just like I don't know. There's certain people. What else? But yeah, watch the Wheel of Time. And then that was. I didn't get started on that yet. I'm just as really most excited about The Witcher. And then I still got to see Spider Man, the new uh, Grumble Del Toro movie, which I don't remember the name of. And then I got to see Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah, my friend made me watch the first one. So now you got to see the second one since there is I've seen one. the second one. I'm not about to watch that other one with all our females in there. <laughs> but I will watch this one because he was pretty excited. So that's something for us to share. Oh, I, I have seen Spider Man. No, my brother was so hyped about it. He was like, you want to go see it again with me? I'm like, yeah, I just don't know when. I might go see it for my birthday. Who knows? Jesus Christ. <clears throat> uh, only thing I warn you about is like, ugh. Don't worry about nothing. Keep it to yourself. You never, what? I oh, you sure haven't seen it yet? No. Okay. Is everybody caught COVID? I told y'all. He was in the house. Yeah. No. 
Nope. I, I don't Wait, know. Did the people upstairs? No, not them. Okay. No one in my house. Nigga. <laughs> oh. Well, then hit up whatever website you need to hit up and we can have a whole Spider-Man conversation. No, I want to go see it. What? Yeah, I'm going to go see it. You literally said to me that you were so good. Yeah, but I can't get a good copy, so I'm going to go see it. So this D out here cracking down on them trying Not really. They just haven't uploaded a copy out of Eternals will be out on the 24th, whatever, 11th, something. It'll be on Disney Plus. It'll be on download too. <laughs> <laughs> what this nigga talking about? Uh, why? You actually have Disney Plus? I do. Garbage. You're such an odd person. I know. Like, yeah, I'm about to download this shit. You have an easier method of going to do it. No. Don't care. Because it's like saying I got Spotify. You don't. What you have is... rented music. Yes. And what I could do is have this forever. So if they take it off, you know what I do? I own this. That is the difference. Oh, I don't necessarily need to repeatedly listen to everything. No, it's just weird. Because, like, when you go to look for something, it's just not there because they yoinked it from you. No, yeah, I don't like that. that is. I don't. I don't. You upset? That is upsetting. That is upset because my brother played for the Apple Music. So let's just say any random day he ain't got that whatever the fuck it costs inside his account, and I gotta remind him, "Hey, motherfucker, pay them bills." <laughs> and I go to click on something that it is not there. That taught me the most valuable lesson. Oh, mm, own your shit. Yeah, I'm all about owning own my music. <clears throat> own that. If I was DJing more, I would probably more so worry about where my uh, stuff is. But then I have my portable hard drive go bad to me. It's just like whenever I feel like popping that open and actually getting all the files off of it, reading the files off of there and then jumping through all the tubes. Eh. Oh, did you ever track down a Sunny Boy OST? Maybe I track it down. You said you were gonna download it. I know. I when I said that, I did that. Oh. <laughs> well, then the yes is the yes is the fucking answer no, no, to the no. question. Yeah, no, but, you... but I didn't look for anything. <laughs> I downloaded. Did you ever track it down? No, no, no. Yeah, I tracked it. No, down. I didn't. Yeah, but no, I have no, no. It. This nigga. But weird. that's not what happened. Who cares? You got it or no? That's not what he asked me. Though he said that I track it down. Like I went to go find a download for it. I copied the YouTube URL and put it into a converter and hit download. So I didn't track <laughs> shit down, but I have all of it. So okay. did you just have a running thing of Sunny Boy? Yeah, why would I not just play it all? <laughs> it's, it's like an hour, two hours long of just good music. Why not? Of just no one talking. That's great for writing. And what if they yank it down off of YouTube like they yank everything else down? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I'm still looking for some They got rid of this nigga Totally Not Mark's channel, basically. Oh. You were looking for books for your oh, child. But are we done um, with the show? I don't know. We can be done. Uh, okay. This is you. Good show. All right. Yeah, I'm done. Okay. I feel like we were going into recommendations for a kid. I was like, I don't know if this is like show material. So uh, we're out of here. Thank you All for right. listening. Make sure you like, subscribe, hit the heart, hit the notification bell. Um, I'm going to start saying that in the beginning of the show because you're supposed to say it every time you do a show so people know. Um, shout out to the algorithm. Shout out to Texas. Shout out to Texas. And yeah, we're out. Mm.